Uh, do we have Peter? Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Yet. We do, sir. Oh, that's great. All right, let's bring in best in the business, Peter King. Welcome, my friend. Great to have you back. Steve Jones, you got a big tilt with the Wildcats tonight. Yeah, got the and they're playing well, my man. They're playing really well. You know? So that'll be it'll be a fun game tonight. Fun game. Yeah, good, good. Are the students uh, back? The students are back. That's why the Penn yeah. State played its game against Michigan in the Palestra in Philadelphia Sunday. It was sold out. But the students weren't back on campus. That's why you make that move like that. Oh so it's yeah, yeah. That's cool. Boy, that's a cool, a cool atmosphere. How did the, uh, how how was it at the Palestra? Did you like it? Oh, so, I've done I've done maybe thirty plus games in there, Peter. Oh my gosh! And, and wow. when you yeah. when you sit in there, and Dick and I refer to it as the corners. Look at the corners. Yeah. If the corners of the Palestra are filled, that means the place is going to be electric because every seat's taken. Well, the corners were filled. And it was a yeah. great atmosphere. Just what you hope for. That's great. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, we'll start well, with Well, we got some playoffs going yeah. on, Steve. Yeah, seven out of the 14 teams are new, Pete. Uh, I mean, because, yeah. Peter, I look at seven out of 14 new in this. Uh, before I do get to that, the story about Pete Carroll and the Seahawks. Yeah. Uh, that's the one that's breaking. So you're just your thoughts on a guy that had a great run there. Yeah, I'm a little surprised because, remember, when Pete Carroll went to Seattle, all right. If you if you think about sort of his his road, okay, he got to Seattle in 2010, and the crazy thing is, Pete Carroll 72 now. He was in his 50s when he yeah. took over this job, and so he takes over this job. And remember, he hired John Schneider, the general manager. They the I mean, he didn't do it alone. He and Paul Allen basically hired John Schneider and so but it was it was clear Pete Carroll was the number one dude there but I think what has happened honestly that in the last three years they go seven and ten with Russell Wilson nine and eight nine and eight without him you know and they're not a playoff factor they made the playoffs last year but didn't win and they just don't seem like the arrow is pointing up. And I think the Seahawks view this as a time to start fresh and to get a new coach, a younger coach. I think a lot of the same thing is happening right now in New England, or I would be surprised if there's a bridge built, uh, you know, with Bill Belichick. We'll see. But you know, and again, I, at the risk of sounding like I'm guilty of ageism, because I'm not. Pete Carroll is an energetic, boisterous guy. But you know, the fact is, let's let's look at this honestly. The fact is that he and uh, Bill Belichick have run programs that six and eight and ten years ago were highly successful. Mm-hmm. That you know they're both Super Bowl winning coaches, and in the last three or four years, uh, they haven't they haven't been successful, particularly New England. I mean, Bill Belichick is nine games under five hundred since Tom Brady walked off campus. 
So at some point, I do think, with all due respect to the greatness, particularly of Belichick, but also of Pete Carroll, this is a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately game. Mm-hmm. And, and really, the biz- that's what the business world is. You know, when I'm done, they'll give you my gold watch, say thanks for the memories, but we're moving on to the next guy. And that's that's how this world works, and I think that's how, uh, again, assuming that that Belichick is gone, and I think he will be, uh, that, 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 that it happens this way. Yeah, it's interesting because I remember doing the 2008 Rose Bowl. Pete Carroll was was in his late 50s <laughs> doing wow, that game. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, think back that far. Uh, when you look at Sean McDermott, who weathered an interesting reveal about something he said in in 2019, but he he's been in charge of his defense this year, and he doesn't have Matt Milano and he doesn't have White. And we can argue whether he's they're two of their top five defensive players somewhere in there. In reality, what kind of job has he actually done as the coach of the team? Well, I think there would be a lot of fans who would say, you know, you you have the absolute prime of one of the top five quarterbacks in the game. Yep. Uh, not only haven't you won a Super Bowl, you haven't gotten to one. And 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 look, I what I would say is that, you know, to that, I think a lot of people might say that if you take the top four quarterbacks in the game right now, they might 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 take Mahomes, Burrow, Josh Allen, and uh, Lamar Jackson in some order, and they're all in the AFC. So it's not that easy to get to a Super Bowl. Right. But I also think that in my opinion anyway is that uh, I think he's done an above average job he hasn't done a great job mm-hmm. but I think he's done an above average job particularly when you talk about you know look if you look at what this team has done and I wrote I covered their game on Sunday in Miami and after the game you go around the locker room and there's all these guys who played huge roles in this game, Deontay Hardy, mm-hmm. uh, who they get in free agency, a kid from Assumption College in yeah. Massachusetts. Um, they 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 get they get him. He had played for the Saints a little bit, and he makes the gets the huge return for a touchdown. And then uh, you, you know you have other guys, uh, Christian Benford, who's making a huge play and. And and obviously, you know, the the weird one I thought was, above all, when Leonard Fournette basically personally tush pushed Josh Allen in for a first down, a huge first down in the fourth quarter. So I think they have managed their roster. He and Brandon Bean have managed their roster well. Uh, had to had to overcome a lot of hurdles to be good, and I think they've done a pretty good job. But again. Again, I agree with those who would say he's fallen short in some ways. His clock mm-hmm. management, obviously yep. against Kansas City, uh, you know, might have cost them a shot at the Super Bowl. And so he's not perfect in any way. But I think with all the obstacles he's had in the last 12 months, going back to dealing with DeMar Hamlin, uh, that whole thing, 
I think he's done a good job. I wouldn't say a great job, but I'd say a good job. So, and since you covered the, the Dolphins Bills game the other day, what Joe Brady was a grad assistant here at Penn State for a couple of years, so I know yeah. Joe a little bit. Yeah. Uh, what kind of job has he done once he was moved in and Ken Dorsey was moved out? I think what happened is that when Ken Dorsey was in there, okay. When Ken Dorsey was in there, I think what he one of the things he was missing, okay, was that little bit of imagination that Brian Dable had. He was a little bit of a paint by numbers guy. Mm-hmm. And and you know, we're gonna do it as we've done it. And sometimes when you have problems and you don't have solutions, players look at you and say, Well, geez, come on, we gotta we got to figure something out. Joe Brady is not short on ideas. Right. You know, you're going back to the year he coached Joe Burrow at LSU. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he, he, you know, I think he gets that somewhat anyway from Sean Payton. You know, when he was on the Saints staff, he was a low-level guy there. Right. And Sean Payton is a nutty professor. I'm telling you, I've been in a Saturday night meeting five years ago with Peyton in New Orleans, and I saw it, and that guy's crazy. He just comes up with stuff, and if Drew Brees is, like, literally comes up with something new on Saturday night and asks Brees, and Brees says, yeah, let's do it, and they just do it. So so I think Joe Brady believes that when we are stuck – there's a reason that you have a coach there. The coach has to figure this stuff out and st- and not just bang your head against the wall and say, let's practice harder. Yeah. Uh, so I'll move off the, off the bills for a moment. Uh, I, I, look, I know you work for NBC. What is the league's thought on Peacock and the fact that it's the uh, Dolphins and Chiefs on Saturday night? Well... I've told this to a bunch of people this week, Steve, and look, I know that fans have got to be spitting angry about having to pay six bucks to watch a playoff game because that's, in essence, what it is. If you uh, go sign up for Peacock, I think it's five ninety five or something like that, and if you choose to, you can cancel after a month. Right. So... You know, you can you can hang on to it for a couple of weeks, see if it's anything you're interested in, and then if you choose, you can cancel. So in essence, what they're saying to you is you need to pay five ninety five to see Chiefs Dolphins. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are upset about that. I can tell you exactly why it is. This is not NBC strong arming the NFL, not NBC uh, you know begging for the game. Here's right. exactly what happened. Roger Goodell is convinced and underline that capital C that streaming is going to be a gigantic way of doing business in the media sector in the next television contract, which is still like six years away. Mm-hmm. But he is, I mean, they have an opener in 2027, which they could use, but, but anyway, they, they've got a few years, but he's convinced that streaming is the way because of what is happening in television. Look at all the people cutting the cord. For those who don't pay attention to such stuff, and I'm not a TV nerd about it or anything like that, but but in essence, 
in the last 10 years, about half the television homes in America no longer have cable TV. Right. And that's, that is only going to grow. And the, what they're doing now is they're signing up for all these streaming services and, you know, like YouTube TV and, and all that stuff. And so Goodell is convinced that this is the way of the future. And, and so he's not giving them Cleveland, Houston. He's giving them one of the two or three big games this weekend. Now, Fox would have an open revolt if the Cowboys went in that slot. They were never going in that slot. <laughs> right. But but they figure that this is a very attractive game. A lot of people will be interested. And we think a lot of people will pay and just use this as a way to examine Peacock. But you're right, Steve. I, I, I don't think you even said it, but I know what you're thinking, that there's a lot of people who are up in arms about this who don't like it. And I totally understand. But it's just I, I think I think this is going to happen more and more in the future. Okay. Uh, now I'll get to the question that many people want to hear an answer to, and I know you don't have an answer to it. What is the deal with the Eagles? <laughs> you know, my feeling about the Eagles, and again, last week you heard A.J. Brown, you heard a couple of guys really staunchly defend Nick Sirianni. Okay, and I I heard him, and then I did not watch the game against the Giants. But you know what I did? I was working on my column in the press box in Miami, and I had my AirPods in, and I'm listening to Merrill Reese and Mike Quick. Yep. And I mean, you talk about they 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 were doing the game, and it's like their dog just died. Yeah. I mean, they were they were despondent over the Eagles, and it's clear to me uh, that that there's in an attitude way, in a motivation way, right now. You just saw Mike Vrabel get a team with half the talent of the Philadelphia Eagles in a meaningless game, get all ratcheted up and fired up, and they beat the Jacksonville Jaguars who were winning in to win the division and to have a home game in the playoffs. Uh, and Tennessee is 5-11 and 11 going into that game. So, you know, coaches matter. And, look, I'm not there. I'm not in the locker room. I believe that a lot of the guys on this team have tuned out their coach. And uh, I don't know why. I can't explain it. But I also think they held on to a bunch of aging players too long. The one other thing is, when you pick guys like Jalen Carter, who are extreme, extremely talented, but have major attitude and motivation question marks coming out of college, yes. when you pick those guys, you're taking a chance. And look, Jalen Carter, midway through the season, seemed like a shoe-in. For defensive rookie of the year i just turned my ballot in today he was number three on my list and I, you know jalen carter hasn't made a play in six weeks so why why does this happen uh i think that the coaching has to bear the brunt and will bear the brunt i'm not saying they're going to fire nick sirianni but i think they're going to clean house of a lot of assistant coaches on this team 
Interesting, because uh, it's funny. I was listening to Arizona, Philadelphia, uh, because I had done, yeah. the, I had done, I had done the Peach Bowl, and then I flown back to BWI the next day. And I was driving back from Baltimore to State College. Same thing. Listening to Maryland, Mike, as Arizona's racking up thirty-nine minutes of possession. That's I mean, crazy. The, the the two of them were just, I mean, just apoplectic. Apoplectic. That's exactly the word I was about <laughs> to use. It was it yeah. was crazy. Yeah. So, and nobody and nobody knows what's going on within yeah i think i think change i think changes are coming uh i and look if they lay down in tampa i i i'm not saying he's going to get fired but i think sirianni's got to walk into his meeting with howie roseman and and jeff Lurie uh next tuesday wednesday whenever it is a little nervous i would be if i were him yeah Finally, I do have to ask you about about Pittsburgh. The Steelers will play without T.J. Watt. Um, Rudolph Mason Rudolph has stepped in, and he hasn't had, I mean, any turnovers along the way. Does he just when you just watch him, even if it's on TV, seem like a calmer presence back there compared to the Mason Rudolph yes. we saw before? Yes. Yeah, I think that's a perfect way to put it. He, I love listening to Mason Rudolph after the game in these on-field interviews because he's basically saying, hey, what did I have to lose? I was nothing on this team. I, I had no chance on this team. And they put me in as a last gasp. So what, am I going to be panicky? Am I, I going to be worse than the guys who've been before me? And he doesn't say that, but that's clearly what he's he's inferring. And honestly... You know, when you think about it, Steve, and you 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 just listen to him and you watch him play, he realizes I have nothing to lose, right. and I'm just going to play football. If it's good enough, it's good enough, and if not, I'll go uh, be an insurance salesman in Davenport, Iowa, or whatever. I I don't even know where where he's from, <laughs> but 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 my point is my point is that you know he's a good guy players on the team like him he comes to work he works hard every day and he finally said hey listen i got my shot now and you're going to get the best i have i have i can't see them being giving buffalo much of a game on sunday but you know that's why they play the games funny things can happen and if and if uh uh josh allen is in turnover mode Yep. Uh, you know, or mistake mode, you never know. But I, I would be surprised if Buffalo didn't win this game. Which game do you have this weekend? I actually have two. I'm going to uh, Houston to see the Browns and Texans early Saturday, and then I'm getting up uh, Sunday morning, and I'm going to fly to Detroit. I'm, I, I love that uh, Rams-Lions game Sunday yeah. night. So I'm going to do both and let the chips fall and see what I write about. Two domes. Hey, I'll just very quick. I know I got to let you go. Yeah, but I got to give Stefanski a lot of credit. People forget Nick yeah. Chubb was the centerpiece of what they were doing, both in play action and just running the ball. And they haven't had him for months, and it's almost like it's been forgotten. And they're still winning. Wow. That, that Here's the thing about Stefanski. The thing about Stefanski that I really like is that I talked to him a couple of times this year after games, or once in camp and once after a game. And he is the calmest dude on the planet. Even, and I talked to him after, you know, all the losses that he's had and 
Deshaun being gone and all that other stuff. I, I I think he's done a marvelous job. I really do. And I think the ironic thing about this game this weekend is that Houston and Cleveland are playing a playoff game and Deshaun Watson is going to be nowhere in sight. It's just totally bizarre that C.J. Stroud and Joe Flacco are the two quarterbacks in this game. And if you ask, certainly if you ask Houston, they're very glad to have C.J. Stroud long-term over Deshaun Watson. And I will guarantee you that deep down, deep down, because when Deshaun Watson got hurt, they're not sure. This is He's finished 40% of his contract now, Steve. Yeah. And the Cleveland yeah. Browns do not know whether he's their long-term quarterback. He hasn't <laughs> proven anything in his 12 starts. And then, you know, now you look at it, and there's no question in my mind that they feel more confident right now with Joe Flacco playing than Deshaun Watson, and that is a pretty damning indictment on Deshaun Watson. Peter, you're the best. Appreciate you so much. You know that. Thanks so much for the time you gave us today. Hey, you're welcome, Steve. You have a great weekend. Thanks. Peter King, the outstanding Peter King, NBC Sports. All right, wraps it up for today. Back tomorrow. Should be a lot of fun. Today's show was a lot of fun.